and not hating, you can hang with me. If you stole from your brother, you a snake to me. I can't refrain no nigga who was fake to me. If we ain't headed to no money, where you taking me? Baby ass poking like a thumbtack. Little bitch, I'm doing well like a humpback. Spend a little money while she come back. I ain't worried about these niggas, I just run laps. Welcome to another episode of the Happy Hour Show Bay Area. My name is Mikey Slacks, and as usual, along with me are Mr. Overtime. Buddy. We got none other than the legendary Cool John with us in studio on the Happy Hour Show Bay Area. First artist of 2023. I mean, we got to kick it off. We got to kick it off right. So let's get a cheers in here, players. You know what I'm saying? Salud, salud. My guy out here trying to tie him on the first time for the drink. Thank you, Cool John. Thank you. Can we put our shears up before we take the shot? Yes, sir. Repeat after me. Up to it. Up, up to, to it. it. Down to it. Down, Down to, to it. it. Fuck those that don't do it. Fuck, Fuck those, those that, that don't, don't do, do it. it. Cheers. Cheers. This one means a lot to me. Um, for anybody that's ever followed me, ever seen Mr. Overtime anywhere else, um, I can honestly say this brother right here gave me a shot when uh, no other Bay Area, predominant Bay Area artist at the time that was buzzing to come on my show. And and, and from that venture, we've been friends for over 15 years. So John, Dope. I just want to say thank you for coming. Mm-hmm. I know you thank move. You, I know you move a little different now, and you don't be all out as much as you used to mm-hmm. doing the media stuff. So this one means a lot to me, brother. Very right, appreciate it. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. We got to go back. I met you 15 years ago, SFO. I was literally like, hey, man, I got a radio show out here. Like, I really fuck with your music, your whole movement. I said, it's really crazy because y'all got the broken heart and I got the full heart. And it was kind of <laughs> like, that's what drove me to y'all and especially you uh, when I first met you. And like I said, we've been locked in every major interview I've ever been at in the Bay Area. You've always been one of the main first artists to come over and show me love. So let's start um, where I first met you at, at pretty much the height. You're on pretty much everybody out here's music. They're on your music. You probably had Schmop Life out. You guys was just booming out. You got this first album that's been completed. You're moving on to your second album now. So you've kind of already got into the radio promo and everything like that. Talk about how it is where, you know, you first got your music out there, but now you're on a major level. The whole bay, everybody's fucking with you. Like, talk about how that incision went when when the music first really started hitting. Well, when the music was first starting hitting, I was, like, working at Hilltop Mall at, like, Filthy Drip. I was pushing my clothing brand through the Filthy Drip store, and I was pushing, like, Filthy Drip clothing. I was um, working a lot with the owners, um, Lloyd and Daniel and, um, I think, Andre. And really, I was just really just trying to just just broadcast the lifestyle we was living. You know, the smart life. We were just trying to just give a little show, like the little uh, subculture in the Bay. You know, what I'm saying that really people didn't really know about. So we came out with the little wave that we came out with the music, the sound, and all of the lifestyle that came with it. Mm-hmm. So really, it just was like. I just wanted people just to hear what else the Bay had to offer. And, but yeah, to we, set the timeline, John, I'm about to cut you off. Around what time is this? Like 2010, 2011, 2012? 2010, 2011. 2010, 
Then the Pilo, Sage, mm -hmm. me, Kehlani, everybody, CJ, Rossi, everybody. Just well, I'm glad we got into that. that show, kinda, we got I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad you came yeah. out that strong, I mean, John. They want to know who like, A lot of people is. really don't know. I, I, I kind of don't want to be so far out there to say y'all kind of like our West Coast New Age version of a of like a Wu Tang clan, the collective. Because yeah. like it's it's a lot, and a lot of people you named that started in the beginning that people didn't know, like Kalani and all these. You mm -hmm. know, you named all these people that were there with Sage, and mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know they were like there in the beginning with you guys. And I mm -hmm. think that that was good that you knocked it out. Which even more blows my mind is you said the wave of sound that you guys brought, and I wanted to start there because. Y'all literally brought this whole wave from the Bay Area out of the hyphy movement. Mm -hmm. And I think that's big because people was just stuck to that one sound. We go nationally, nobody comes and follows that with something else until you guys pop on the scene. I'll be getting it, I'll be getting it. I'll be getting it, I'll be getting it. I'll be getting it, getting it, I'll be getting it. I'll be getting it, getting it, I'll be getting it. So what was that? Like, speak about that. Like how the Bay's influencing this more like super thug, street culture, side shows, getting high, pop pills to more of a upswing. It was like, it's more party, more It kill, was like a chill, modernized hyphy. Right. Yeah, because it was like, basically it was like that next generation of hyphy. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, like, you know, it's just generations of shit. That you know what I mean? Chapter, so the yeah. second generation of people who grew up doing the hyphy movement that really mm -hmm. didn't make the hyphy music, but like, we're kind of like, the offspring of that. Yeah, they grew from that, right? Just yeah. like anybody who come after us, like the offspring of everything else that came before them. For so sure. It was just like a mixture of everything. We just was, you know what I'm saying, from Richmond and shit like that. We had a new sound, new new wave. Let me ask you something, um, just for people who may not know, what does shmop life actually mean? Or the word shmop itself, like is it an acronym or does the word itself like mean something? Explain to the people what that means. Well, shmop means like smacking and popping. Like if you've been to a party, if they said it was smacking or it was popping, like it was, it was going. So it's a combination. So it's like a combination of those two there you words. Go. But for shmop sure. life is the lifestyle. It's living every day like a Saturday night. Like a Definitely. Saturday. So it's for like, sure. it's like it's sure. a party. It's a party, a positive party lifestyle. Yeah. Definitely. You know Definitely. I mean? Positivity. We, we push positivity. We push love. Like, and that's why the logo is like a that. smiley face. face. Right, yeah, right, right. for sure. That's so what's good up. Good vibes and shit. And um, that's what we're just all about. We are just all about spreading positivity good and times. love. Live and living our, our dreams. That's basically man. Hey, I'm a cheer. What's, 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 what's more? That's literally Mike's what, mantra what's right there. So, what's more, so, uh, what's more of a greater feeling than a Saturday night? You know what I mean? Everybody's ready to live it up. Oh, what can you wait to Sunday night? We've been at a party. And I've been living some of the best memories you made have been on a Saturday night. Oh, for real. with this motherfucker over here, we got plenty of Saturday nights working crazy. From kids, even up to clubbing and all bunch of shit. Definitely. Since we started there and I said we wanted to roll back, you talked about Richmond, you talked about your brothers and them. Let's talk about how you guys all met growing up in Richmond. Did you guys all go to school? I know that some of y'all used to dance and a lot of y'all used to do music and the fashion. So that's kind of how y'all all blended as as a gang. But mm. let's talk about how you met Sue and how you met Pilo and all all the rest of the gang members and, and just how y'all all. Shit, I used with. to go to school. I used to go to school at Rance, and Rance is like a, he rapped in high school and stuff like that. He liked their music and stuff like that. So we used to dance at like the rallies and shit like that during school. So as being in the same like the dance club and, and shit, we used to um, 
we ended up just getting closer because like a lot of people wanted us to dance like at their shows and talent mm-hmm. shows and all this shit because we was I, I guess you could say we had a following back then where we just like, had like hella performers who with us. Yeah. So they'd come out to all the talent shows, hella people just come see us, like scream for us and shit like that and, and shit like that. So I don't know, like during that time, Rance always did music and he also threw parties. So when he used to throw parties and shit like that, we used to always just come with him and um and uh Rance um used to have Sue and Showbanger and Pilo perform at those local parties nice. that he used to throw. So they started making music together and stuff like that. And that's how they built their relationship. And I, I met, ended up meeting them through Dude. their relationship Dude. and oh, stuff like that. So that was the connection. Because Rance was like my okay. partner. And then sure. seeing Sue and all them performing. And they used to come to the parties I used to throw too. I got to throw Schmottfest. So that was like my little And these ain't just your regular. These are some real fucking legendary parties. Yeah, they're some legendary parties. So like in our area, it's the legendary parties because like in Richmond, like we didn't have like clubs and stuff like that. We grew up like in house parties and shit like that. So usually like everybody would come to like house parties and shit like that in our area. And it was little halls, but most of the shit would happen at house parties. So so some of the little small halls or little shit or restaurants they'd let ranch throw like a little party in mm-hmm. Sue, Shelbang and Pilo they'd be all be performing at it there so we just all just started hanging out a lot and making music then we also went to um, junior college together mm-hmm. so we ended up going to CCC and all of that's like another high school yeah. for us so it's like after high school sure. you graduate secondary secondary school like it was like another high school party. Hey, bro, so you know who else up in here? We ended up being hella close and going to the studio together and just being around it. And uh, I was, I was like trying to be like managers at first. I was gonna push them <laughs> wow. and shit like that. Yeah, so I was just pushing that music through my parties because my parties ended up getting big. Right. My fest. So, I so just, you weren't really yet into rapping. You just I wasn't, wasn't into rapping yet. No, I wasn't into rapping. I was more like, man, my partner's hella talented. It's like a new sound. Oh. So we making beats, people making beats on them shit. Yeah. So young Barry was doing his thing too around that time. That's my little bro. Barry so go crazy. Like, so like I was just trying to push them, like their music and shit through my, my shit. So I ended up like trying to intern for Thizzler at the beginning of the stage. I wow. interned for Cameo. Uh-huh. So I was just trying to really just get our movement and what we was doing. Get it out. Broadcasting through these like platforms yeah. and shit. But Bullshit. by the time I started like doing it, that's when the music took off mm. for everybody. I was like, I just learned some early lessons where it's like, I was, you know, pushing them and doing music and shit with them, but I had to re- realize, you know, I had my brand and shit, and I was like, in order to, you know, to blow this up, I gotta be the face of this shit. I can't mm-hmm. really rely sure. on and push, push my, my shit, shit on them, you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. They might not think this shit fly, they might not wanna yeah. do this shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I'm gonna push this, I gotta put this in my hands, so that's when I started rapping, like, I'm gonna just start rapping and then, you know, I'll be the face of my own shit and hopefully, like, mm-hmm. you take off wow. and shit. That's so it's up. safe to but, say, if you didn't want to bet on yourself, you probably would have yeah. more been on the opposite right, end right. of the mic exactly. mm-hmm. in front of exactly. it. Exactly. So, I mean, I was just like, shit, they doing it. <laughs> I know I can do this shit. Like, I just got motivated. But seeing they, they success pushing them and all that shit, and they should start going up and and going hitting the radio and shit like that. I was like, damn, I could do this shit too. Like, Did you and always? You're, actually, you're the one that's making the plays, really, and you know, like, yeah, I like, think this man, is right, yeah, so. Yeah. Did you always rap, or did you always have that in you? Did you, like, like grow up, like, practicing rapping? Like, at or? first I did, like, when I was, like, in the seventh grade, I had my partner, Petey Mac, like, he a rapper now, but he they was all teaching me how to rap. Like, I wanted to rap, but I didn't know how to rap, so, yeah, like, yeah. my first group I was in there was Petey Mac, and I can't remember the other person that was in our group. But it, we was called Sun. It was S O N. But we would have still out smoked out niggas. Oh, seventh grade. We get it. 
We didn't even know. You heard it here first. So PD used to always just like tell me how to rap and shit, but in the raps, it was always motherfucker shit, bitch ass nigga smoking with woke. So I, I thought that that's how you had to rap. You know what I mean? You had to cuss and say shit. I was going to shoot a motherfucker. I'm going to shoot a motherfucker. I'm going to Like, it was some violent, crazy shit. Like, gangster music. What like, grade I mean, was this? I was seventh grade. Seven. 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 Like, but middle but school. Shout out to Mac. You are coming from one of the most notorious cities in the area. So, I mean, it has to be an image thing. Like, Shout out to my bro, Petey Mac, man. Pierre. Shout Yeah, so he taught me my, he was telling me how to rap. So, so I wrote my first rap, right? And it was like smoked out niggas in the S-O-N, smoked out niggas, and I wrote all the shit. And my mom found the book oh, like that damn. shit. Like, what the heck? What you talking about? You smoking these What you talking about? Get your ass over here. You need to tell the truth. Like, you need to tell the truth. Like, you don't need to be on there saying stuff. You need to was tell the truth. Was that eye opener then? That was an eye opener then. So That's I was like, you know, yeah, my mom was always like, be yourself and all this shit like that. And I was just like, Man. Oh. so at that time, it clicked with me then. I was just like, we know when I rap, I'm gonna just kind of rap about really Speak me. Your truth. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna really try to follow the like blueprint yeah, of like yeah. rap. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But my, my first rap was like, I'm gonna pop you when I'm smoking <laughs> five blunts. Like, it's seven it's all from like, cause like my Smoke PM, like, niggas. my nigga Petey Mac, he done it like ghost written my like lines or like for me, like say this, say that, like, that shit like that. Yeah. I don't know if he remember that shit, but then, so then like right then, so my name was Baby J. And I remember my sister, oh, she wanted man. to like, she was always just like with me and around me all the time. So her name was baby nay so we would always be like well, that's gonna be our rap names whatever but then i like like at that time i wanted to rap and stuff but i had in richmond it's like where i was at i don't know if it was studios but i i wasn't really uh exposed to those type of resources resource. like that like kind of like if you rap it's like i don't know where the fucking get beats from i don't know yeah, where right. to, to record it whatever but then i oh, always so had a like, love for music. Uh, tryna get more change, Rolex stuck. Heard a lot of bullshit in the fed up. You didn't even see that part when I put my leg up. Smart like HBK, yeah, we next stop. So we were always go out in these like story we went to, they would sell like XXL magazine, source okay. magazines, all that. Yeah, yeah, for so sure. my mom was hella into me reading and like doing stuff like that. So I would always tell her, like, we go to the store, mom, can I get a magazine? I read it front to back, XXL, yeah, source magazine, sure. everyone. So I, that's what I had a love for like hip hop music and rap music gotcha. and stuff like at a early age. So I was always reading it. So me growing up, I kind of wanted to be like the behind the scenes type, like a Dame Dash, mm -hmm. Master P, P Diddy, like behind yeah. the scenes type person, but something can be in front of the too. scenes too. But that's why I you were like trying to like, be the agent yeah, or promoter like, I wanted for to be like the, like the moco. I wanted to be yeah, like the yeah. person who owned a record label who mm -hmm. like put, had artists that like had the clothing line and all this yeah. type of shit like that. So. So, so that's when I used to just read about Hella Max and I just developed for music and then I feel like I developed a type of ear of music. So Got you. I know kind of what sounds good and stuff like that. And I feel like I have a talent for like ear for of music, sure. whatever. I know if, I'm not no person who wants to say this sound good and yeah. this sound good. Like I know, I feel like I know music. I was like, I'm gonna just be more, I, was, I always was like, man, I'm gonna be more out of behind the scenes. I'm gonna be like directing videos and do all this shit. Like I have to, I feel like I had the vision. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I had like, the skill at the time to like rap and shit like that because it's not something I practice or worked on. Yeah, but I love sure. listening to music and you being around it. So so then from from that, when you said like, you know, you weren't sure you didn't want to push your whole agenda. And then when you did start rapping again, like, did you have the confidence or is that something yeah. you still had to like work on to like, like be like, okay, now I had, now I know I got it. I had the confidence to go in the crazy. booth. 
Right. But I didn't think I was good. Got you. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah for sure. But it was a natural progression, though. Like, like, it was a natural progression. Like, but to. I feel like, yeah. so instantly when I first came out, like my first songs was like, instantly start turning up. Like, right. you feel me? So yeah. it was like, so it was like, at that time, as I look back at it, I was like, that shit weak as fuck. Like, you feel me? <laughs> but I don't see how it got so popular. But you gotta understand, that, too. You, got, like, you, got, like, you got your brothers that are already taking yeah, off, they, and you have, you have a too, bar of so, what, yeah. you know, you got these niggas on radio yeah, and stuff, so crazy and shit you can't like come that, with so, something yeah. that's not hot. Yeah. So, and at this point, you do have a following, though, right? Like, So at this point, I have, like, a following as far as, like, parties and shit like that. Like, people come coming out to all the parties, the parties making. I guess John's joining. It's like shit like that. But not like I probably put out my first like clothes I probably put out the Smart Life gear like the I came out so I wanted to have some merch at that time they so. knew you straight from throwing parties and having your own clothing but mm. not for like being a rapper yeah not for being a rapper but they yeah. knew me from being like just popular like a popular yeah, yeah, dude who sure. shit like cracking like type me. shit like, yeah. like yeah <laughs> so like hey, no mic. so or if they knew me from dancing or it's just it's appearing like if it depends on what phase of life you met me in. Like, I mean, you're gonna know, yeah, like, yeah, you're gonna know, like, yeah, like, so if you're forever, you know everything I've been through. You know my whole story. But if you know me, met me when I was rapping, you might know me from rapping. No or you probably might know me from the smart fits. Or you probably might know me from like the gear or the clothing or something like For that. For sure, it's like you feel me. Multifaceted. So yeah, I just like I was always the type of person. I want to put my hands in everything. I want to be involved in everything. Not just for the love of music and seeing my idols being involved in everything. So I kind of just use their blueprint and just try to like. Being you know, versatile too, though. Making it happen. Try to dibble and dabble in yeah, everything and stuff sure. like that. So, and it's like a passion of mine too. Passion, really, it's a passion to throw parties and get people together. It's like <clears> my passion, that's like making money. So, like that's what's up. So, man. making money and, and getting people together, life like happy hour my, party. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's my passion. Like that's what I love to do. Like get people together and have a good time, be a host and, mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. enjoy. So. That's how I got proper, and then through my the parties, I used to put play our music, play Sue and Rams yeah, music yeah. at first. So like, so was smart, like the first yeah. song that kind of blew up out the movement. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it started blowing up in the parties and like being hella popular in the parties. And then at that time, DJ Amen, he had like Young the, California, the damn is late type of shit. Like mm -hmm. you feel me? So then like he was there was he was starting to play new like music and a radio at the time. Yeah. So then after that, like it started playing and that song just started catching on. Yeah, shit, that shit like gold now and shit right. like that. You feel me? It's yeah. like so one could say you kind of provided the platform for that. Yeah, to like at the beginning, the, the yeah, and then they just took it off. Yeah, because those were songs that was blowing up in our parties, like if, and like, everybody was coming to our parties. Well, so if someone like, wants to know, like HBK, if you want to name off members, like who, like you know, for those who do or don't know or familiar with all well, that was that, involved that in the was in it, at the people that was time that was in it, it was like. To uh, uh, Chief Pilo, Kuya, damn uh, Joe, Rossi, CJ, Skip, Kalani, me, Sage, Sage. Um, I don't know. Jokey. I don't know if he was like like officially a part with y'all, but I know he was running around. G Easy was running around with y'all at this time somewhere. <laughs> Uh, 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 wasn't I, am I not correct? Nah, he like, like, nah, he wasn't running around with us, but I mean, we was good. Like, we was, like, was you know, we started, he popping at the yeah. time, so yeah, we cool, he made music, he made music, like, he yeah. was doing his own thing, it wasn't like he was part of the HBK game, but 
Too much salt in your diet I can't walk through the mall without causing a riot I could barf on a CD and they'd line up to buy it Haters killing themselves, you should probably try it When you really get fly, you start ruffling feathers Man, I can't stand the fakes, like what's up with pretenders? Like he took me on tour, like type shit like that yeah. He took damn near everybody on HBK on tour Because we all had, you know, <laughs> songs, songs yeah. I was clapping like, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I had a movement going So he took us all like on tour Every time he went off on tour, he was we keep dropping the acronyms and yeah. heartbreak game. Like, how do we how do we even get to to heartbreak game? What was, see, that's what was some the shit like from Sue that? and and Chief and like Pilo? I think they came up with their shit. Like, and then I just them my little bros and we just pushed them. So I just became part of it too. Do you like, know Do you know if they were like, like wrestling fans? Did it have anything to do with with Shawn Michaels? No, Shawn Michaels, HBK. Like you know, I was. Just as a fan of y'all, I was always curious, like, cause I like the whole HBK acronym, uh -huh. and you know, everyone that's a old school wrestling fan knows yeah. Shawn Michaels was exactly. the Heartbreak yeah. Kids. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> think I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think that one of the things that's unique is the production side. Not only the fact that the majority of all the members rap, but like you mentioned, Kua, you mentioned Sue, uh, Pilo. Like you guys had not only a host of talented rappers, but you guys got some serious beat production going on in there. Yeah, Do you think like having that kind of like Diddy early 90s where we out here in Caicos and we just trapped in here making dumbass music because we got the best of the best, you think that that helped y'all success at that time being able to make all these fucking hits that y'all was dropping? Yeah, because it's like a new sound. Like when you got a new yeah, sound exactly. or something like that, it's just... You know, it just takes over. Mm -hmm. Like it's a new movement. Like you said, everybody it was, was ready for something new. Like you know what I mean. It was so, like the modernized hyphy. Right, like you said, like, for the next chapter. Right. Like, like it was still party music, but it was more mm -hmm. just like party and the function and everybody dancing and getting up and having a good time. Yeah, for shit. sure. You know, so. Like you could hear, you could hear like the the original hyphy sound to it, but it was still different yeah, though. Like right, oh, what right. is this? It's still like, upbeat, exactly. But it's just a different sound. Definitely it. hits though. I think a lot of people, um, if they really followed you, like I've been knowing you for fifteen years, I've never seen you not like. Suited and booted from top to, to toe. Like, mm -hmm. even if you're in some fucking pajamas, Crocs, <laughs> bro, like, you stay fly. Like, you wanna talk a little bit about your love for fashion? Cause, like, you said you pushed the merch out in the beginning. Like, are these some of your own designs that you make? Cause, I mean, if anybody really knows you, some of the dope tattoos you got, like, mm -hmm. you're really heavy into, like, art and, and yeah. fashion. Like, shit. Yeah, I'm hella, I'm hella he heavy into, like, art and creative things and collectibles and shit like that. Like, Shit, like the fashion shit is just come just from just, you know, hip hop, right? Motherfuckers just be just flying hip hop, like, you mm -hmm. feel me? But they on style. Like, I got a mesh of everything. I'm a little street. I'm cozy. I could be high fashion <laughs> if I want to, but I'm more like a streetwear type of guy. That's my era, like streetwear type shit like that. Going up, Huff, you know what I'm saying? Five with no bow arrows, you know what I'm saying? Going to get like the little crew necks and hoodies, graphic arts, mm -hmm. shit. Like, I'm more like that. And I'm like, sweatpants and I might have a jogging suit on. I might have some a jogging suit on with some Dior's on with some like fucking like a uh, fucking like uh, a <laughs> tank top on. Regardless of the fit, you rock some Versace glasses. Some Versace glasses. You know what I'm I got to mix with some, some, some like Versace drawers and Lululemon drawers yeah. and Supreme this and or that. But I wear some Schmap Life and fundraisers mm -hmm. all the time. So like I'm, I'm like really just a mesh of a whole bunch of things and doing you. like obviously yeah. you gotta wear the glasses but is that kind of like always been your focal point of well, like of who cool john is 
That's the brand. Well, yeah, I guess because like I'm probably around like when I started college. Well, see, majority of my glasses I wear have my prescription in them. I just Most I just put my lens. I just put them put like a, a gradient on top of yeah. my lens mm. so it looks kind of like shades and shit. Mm-hmm. So they're my prescription, so I can't see without them. So I just like instead of having like reading glasses and have to always interchange my glasses, I might as well get some fly glasses. I you can wear my fits yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. be all just like you know sure. what I mean. Like I got yeah. the transitionals, but I don't got them. Yeah, you know? I got the but yeah, I love glasses. I don't know if, I feel like it just fits me better. It fits the my 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 swag, my mm. my, my drip, you feel me? Hey, <laughs> sauce. <laughs> uh, fit, the, the, fit the whole little woo wop. Everybody knows Kujan smoke on nothing but the best weed all the time. Uh years over, you know, dealing with all the Trebinskis, the burners, the cookies, like uh, smoking good weed, like you've come around the last few years doing the fundraising, your own thing. Like, speak a little bit about that. Well, the fundraiser is just like my, it's like what cookies is to burner. Mm. Basically, like that mm-hmm. called the brand, lifestyle brand that comes with it. We have like strains and stuff like that. And um, basically, instead of with a C, we have F, you know? So just to just boil it, you know, just to just get straight to it, it's like, Basically the same thing. Like I'm trying to build with Burner built with the cookies. It's That's your brand. Right? So it's yeah. my brand. Yeah, for sure. It's um, you know, it's um, super fire. Raising sufficient funds for a better cause. That's the, what um, the definition of the fundraiser for us. It's just like nice. you know, just um, really just fundraising. They don't have to do with anything with just weed. It just have to do with just fundraising, hustling, grinding. Yeah, you know, making it. money. You know. You know, we are involved, me just being known for a tree and stuff like that. I am involved in the cannabis industry and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to try to, you know, do my, to put my hands in everything. And for know? those yeah. that want to try it, where can they go pick that up? Like some locations so can they can me. find some of that a couple fun clubs right out there. Um, you can hit me, basically just tap in with me. and stuff. Right, and sure. and That's stuff what's like kind of that. like the nostalgia thing about it, though, a little bit. Yeah. Like, you, like when you just say, reach out to you know, you know. I mean, like, yeah. it's, it's imperative because like as we go on and we break down the interview and, you know, like you spoke about how Mom Dukes used to tell you about reading. If anybody looks at your story, you read every day. Right. You That's have a post up on your story every single day. So right. it's something that you still do today. And she told you to speak your truth. You speak it in your rhymes. You're not like a rapper. Like I was the when you said when you first started, you thought that's how you had to be. <laughs> but you somebody that, you know, talks about what he is. A nigga yeah. that like fashion, smoking weed, women, just living the lifestyle out here in the Bay and, and everywhere. And you live what you are. And one of the one of the lines that I can't stop repeating right now is you saying, Yeah, what you see me smoking, I'm the only nigga with that. Right. And that's the thing I think that's unique about fundraisers is you have to know somebody if you don't got your direct line to right. get this shit. Right. If you ain't know the clubs that selective that they at. So I'm more like an exclusive cool. type person. Like I'm more yeah. of a, like quality over quantity. Yeah. Your life is your life. 
I like to have direct contact with the people who support me. Like that's what I don't know. That's I just big. that's just how it's hard how I've been. If you tell me I, cool. you love me, I'm gonna fuck with you. Like because right. it's, I know like like I appreciate that shit. I don't take that shit for granted. You know what I mean? Like for somebody to spend their money on me to be yeah. able to. You know what I'm saying? It could have been their last. It could have been, yeah, you know, exactly. nothing to them. But for the point that you want to support me and, contrib- and contribute to my dreams and aspirations, it means a lot. Because a lot of people who don't get that. So, And it's, and I take care of a lot of shit with people who support me. Say so. that shit, and that's John. real. And I, I remember yeah. seeing it for the first time. I forget where we were at. It was a, a concert that we were at. And you had some, uh, some merch and you were selling it. And you were like, no, I want to make sure I talk to each and every one of my fans that buy something. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was big. Because I mean, motherfuckers keep the merch table over to the side. <clears throat> they don't even go over yeah, there. They don't show, even be over show, there. Period. Yeah. So I thought, shit, that, I, I thought that was that cool. Like, That's I don't know. Up. People been, like, for me, like, I don't know. Maybe I didn't get big enough or something like that. I don't know. But I'm just a humble person or something like that. I appreciate people who spend their money on me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just how I was raised. I'm appreciative. Exactly. Like, you feel me? Like, I feel like that's what it boils down to with anyone. It just yeah. depends on how you were raised. Right. Because there's a lot I mean? of people like, famous. I don't give a fuck about their fans. Uh, exactly. Shit. Like, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Take advantage. Like, shit. Yeah, I don't know if you knew how I feel to be broke. Like, people you know, who have it I in them will always have it in them. No doubt. For me to be able to move the way I can move, I can travel, I can live, I buy my daughter's stuff. Put them through private school, do all type of shit like, like from people my fans supporting me, man. I'm appreciative of that. Like Definitely. for me, I get to live on my own time. Man, free we got your shit. We do <laughs> Shit, I couldn't ask for nothing else. You feel me? Like, that's what's up. But that's like, props damn, to you, too. Like, how exactly. you choose to move? Yeah, yeah. Like, and and exactly. I kind of wanted to chuckle, but I didn't want you to think that I was I was clowning and everything. But you said big enough. Nigga, you a fucking legend. I feel like, shit, when you got dreams and aspirations, your vision is way bigger than the shit. Like, shit, like, I'm appreciative to what I did, but like, I don't feel like it's shit compared to what I want to do in life. You feel me? Mm, so yeah, it's like, yeah. I can get I that. I don't know. Like, nah, that's just me. Keep it moving. I mean, I'm still grateful. Like, you, you got to come back. Yeah, exactly. You, know, I mean, you got a vision for life. This is like only Anyone that has like, aspirations, there's never a finish line. Right. You know, you just keep going. I'll just Besides, tell somebody about that, like about ha- even having a see. So like, you might have um, dreams and aspirations and stuff like that. But then also it's a certain thing, having a hustler mentality mm-hmm. too. You and, that's, and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's never enough. Yeah. No matter what you do. You might do, achieve no what you had, the yeah, goal you had, but they exactly. Not, yeah. But it gets bigger. Exactly. And it's like, it can either yeah. drive You're like, you okay, crazy. I achieved this. Yeah. Now let me see what else I can achieve. Yeah, and it's like, then there's that people that have content though too. Some be, people get content. Can, like you said, don't want to have the hustle mentality to see things through. I want to do 10 deals, but you can mentality choose people. You don't, you don't, you don't, you know, no, like it ain't changes in you. Like you feel me? You know, you don't like mm-hmm. you don't develop a hustling mentality. It's Damn. in you. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Sure. You might get some money at a time. There's a lot of people we know that got money at a time and blew that shit. A hustler keep oh, that shit going keep and keep coming. going up, keep that's the flow sad. going up. You know what I'm saying? You keep going forward, but that's because your ambition and the mentality you have. Because mm-hmm. enough is never enough. You can't settle. You can't settle. Exactly. You feel me? I think so it's it's, like, it's really big that you said what you said because there's so many Bay Area artists out here who hope to one day be able to say what you were saying is like I live off my craft. I'm still here. I'm still making it. I'm finding other ways to implement myself in different brands and fundraising and doing these and doing that. 
Like most Bay Area artists never get their shit even played here locally here at home, yeah. let alone be able to have features in the likes of legends in the game like yourself. Uh, so speak a little bit about that, seeing high sign in, like when you wasn't making no money to making money living off of it. And what you can tell to any artist out there, like what do you, where they're missing, where they're lacking, where they could kind of focus at to maybe one day be getting off the craft, touring, going places, taking care of the family off say, of rap. My thing is like, stay consistent, just stay consistent. There's a lot of times where I didn't stay consistent. I mean, I, overall, I stay consistent, but I could have been going harder than I, I was going. Mm. Right. Instead of dropping one album, I could have been dropping three albums a year. You know what I'm saying? You just stay on it, just stay consistent, and the shit gonna happen. If you got some type of talent, it's gonna break through. You're gonna make some type of money off that shit. Locally, maybe not, maybe on no big ass scale, but, or, but you might make some type of money on some type of scale. You feel me? Yeah. Off your craft, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, like, I never would have thought I'd like, you know what I'm saying? I could do the things I did off of rap music and shit like that. Like, still to this day, I still get paid for my old ass music. Like, it's good That's checks, tight. you know what I'm saying? But it's <laughs> yeah. still, but it's still like, I'm still making more music because I, 10 years from now, I want to still be able to be having checks and living the yeah, exactly. exactly. you know, yeah. yeah. You're not being content off of just I'm receiving the checks from the yeah. old music. I used, to, like, I, used yeah. think, like, I used to think like when I was little, if you was an independent artist, you didn't make no money and stuff like that. But it's great money independently. Like, you know what I'm saying? For Especially sure. in the Bay Area, we have one oh, of the yeah. biggest independent exactly. markets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can literally get hella money in the Bay Area. Off and on the streaming like platforms. Especially the platforms and stuff like that. But Speaking a lot of people are like barrier people content and they don't they just be stuck in that area. But it'd be like really only Bay, the Northern California kind of digest Bay Area music yeah, like that. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. you, you gotta be over here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, all these yeah, other places, exactly. like, like Modesto. If it was popping in Atlanta, I'd be in Atlanta. You feel me? But I would be out with a chicken ass. Don't worry, bag ass, scratch ass. You like going out there? I ain't making no money out there. I'm making all the money out here. You feel me? So like. You Shit, know where it's like, at. You feel me? So, no. like, it's just like when I say go back to like having a hustling, a bitching, like, look at Burner and Mac Dre and all them motherfuckers in like two shirts and all them, they Jeez, dropped 20 something albums and shit like that. The legends dropping 30 albums, you feel Ooh, me? 30. And you need to be dropping 30 albums, yeah. you feel me? If you want to see some type of success in this shit, mm. yeah. you feel me? Like, you 40, you got probably 40 albums. Like, you feel me? Like, they got hella albums. They, they stay consistent. You that, keep going. Maybe you're not the biggest artist, but yeah. your money gonna keep coming in. <laughs> or have exactly. You keep that lights on and the mm. Like, on. I mean, like, after the whole game uh, game two, game three thing in Sacramento, like, who else oh, would think about making a right. fucking song front word for right. it? Exactly. Riding the wave on that. Only a legend is Just somebody right. that you had the right Two mindset days later, to do like, that. boom, with a video. I mean, <laughs> you did say that, and I, I get, you know, pushing the self to want more. But I mean, an album a year. I mean, even some of the fucking, fucking Drake, Nicki Minaj, fucking Kanye's. They don't even do that. They do it like every three, four years. So but see, that's what that thing about independent. Thing, I mean, they're rich as fuck. They can do that. But they you have parameters me? to what they can make and do. Yeah, and they do. But and but so independently, you know, you kind of. You don't, music, luxury, you, know you don't have that luxury. You don't that luxury. You gotta kind of stay yeah. on it to keep. You can't be complacent. You, you gotta keep. You can dip off. They can dip off for five, two, three years and come back and do all that I shit. I just made thirty mil. Let me go. At the beginning of the interview, I talked about how I have not been able to stop playing up all night three. I mean, like the vibes on that shit, bro. Like I, I play it every day at the gym. I play it every day on a long ride. It's it's about a good eight eight nine songs ten songs ten songs ten songs, <clears throat> ten songs and I'm I'm literally triple quadruple playing and right back is literally my shit. Um, 
One I want to really break down is because I feel like you got so personal, but it hit so fucking hard because someone else who's been going through a lot of personal stuff, like you you were just so vulnerable on that. And I think your, your fans like me can relate to that is you, you talked about, you know, the passing of your mom, mm. talk about being shot. Mm -hmm. um, you kind of put a lot of shit on there that was crazy. And that's the title of the song, Damn That's Crazy. Why don't you talk a little bit about making that song and, and putting all that pain out in that song? Really, I just wanted to give my friend, a my fans a different perspective and shit like that. I feel like they want to hear what's kind of going on in my life. I don't really talk about too much personal stuff that's going on in my life in my, through my music. I just talk about like just good times and fun shit, like, yeah. you know, the highlights of life through my music because it's party music. So, mm -hmm. you know, when you party and you don't want to hear no crazy ass, sad ass shit, you know what I'm saying? You want to hear turn it up with that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that shit, you know what I'm saying? We got bottle, we have, uh, you know, talking I'm, I'm talking about having time in my life, you know what I'm saying? Like. Like the, you know what I'm saying? Like a nigga life, like a young, a, a young nigga who having his life, having his way. You feel me? Like, For real. You feel me? Like, but respect the moms too. To kind of be like where she was like, what, what, what are you doing? Like, keep it real with the music. Like, uh -huh, what's exactly. going on, so right? it's some truth to it. But you know, yeah. at the same time, I be exaggerating my music too sometimes too, just yeah. for the entertainment purposes. Yeah, sure. was, that, was that the first song that you really got like deeply personal? On, I feel like yeah, I really got deeply personal. Yeah, that's probably one of the first songs. But I got a big reaction from that song. Like so many people like that song, and like damn, this was the it one. A, like, like so they feel that. Like, I, I guess it evokes some emotions. From yeah, that song. Oh, for sure. I'm sure anything that, that like emotions. invokes those yeah. like emotions. But like I don't usually before do that you my music. before you decided to do it, was it like a, did you have a battle within yourself? Like should I? Shouldn't I? Like I'm known for doing the party music. Like should I come out with this? No, but I was like. Like, nope, I just, like, I just, you just I, wanted usually, to speak. When, usually, when I record a song, I'm gonna put that shit out. Like, so it's like you so already had like, it in so your mind. I, like, I'm, I'm putting, putting this I, out. Yeah, if I hear this beat and I want to rap like that, it's just like they're gonna hear this. It yeah, or, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what's so up. So I was like, I want to just give my fans like a different, like more of a personal side of me, what's going on and shit like that. So. You know, I just told, I just, I just wanted to just, you know, talk about what's going on. Like, nope. damn, that's crazy. Like, the last couple things that made me think, damn, what that's was, crazy. What was the initial reaction that you felt like from the fans or just from whoever, from people close to you or anyone else? Like, I could, I could feel the pain yeah, in that so shit. Like, right. so yeah, that shit support like, I mean, you even like, start, I can feel the pain. Yeah, and you just exactly, go in exactly. and it's like, were they shocked? Was, were they shocked that it was something different coming yeah, from like, you? That's like, yeah, that's like, damn, it's different. Like, I fuck yeah. with that. Like, you, like, it's different. Like, this, you should make more music like this and shit like that. Because I don't really make pain music. No, yeah, like, for sure. I like party music. But, like, but, they were but in, true, in, in true Cool John form, you, the beat, your cadence, yeah. I mean, it, I it is a lot of pain, but it's still like, I'm still mobbing when I'm yeah, still, still bouncing mobbing. with it. I, yeah, but still, but it's, I just wanted to show a little versatile, you know, versatile. Mm -hmm. versatility. Like, I also versatility. feel people that are the happiest can also be the saddest. Like people Mental that show the strong, most right? can sure. also like be the deepest the as well. Like, like, for sure, like some of the happiest people be the strongest people be right. going through the most shit. Like, shit like, John. But you know how to project your feelings. Right. You know how to, exactly. you, know, you know what I'm saying? You know how to control your feelings. You know how to push shit to the back. You know how, you know that the shit is going to be all right. You know for what I mean? Sure. But some of the happiest people I know too go through the most shit. Like, mm -hmm. you feel me? Yeah. Some of the people with the best hearts, genuine most people go through the most shit. But that's, 
part of life. life. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's Trials like and that, but that it's all up. how you deal with it. Am I gonna am I gonna wear my Real emotions talk. on my sleeve yeah. on my face and just be walking around sad nothing? Or I'm gonna continue enjoying my day and that's just what bad yeah. thing and just think that's just what bad things just happen. Yeah. You feel know I me? Mean? Like, that's kind of that power of podcast though. You have that emotion, you shed a tear, yeah. like damn, that's my he got me yeah, all tear yeah. up and shit. You know? Yeah. And it's crazy it's sometimes we're being core. We're being our own worst enemy thinking, you know, how I'm projecting myself out here to people when mm-hmm. you never know, like, the outcome. Like, Man. I told you, that shit hit me because I'm going through a lot. Man. You lost your mom. You almost lose your life. Man. Kill your brother. I mean, like, there's a lot mm. of stuff going on at this time. Man. Like, how do you feel, like, getting that out on the song? Was it some type of therapy for you getting all that out? You're not, like, to be honest with you, music not therapy to me. I just do it to get money. Like... <laughs> Right, hey, I don't hey, like you know how some people who be like I, music is my therapy. Yeah, I gotta go record and stuff like that. <laughs> like me, I was never like no poet. That's not, not poetry. Passion. Like was writing like to write down my feelings and stuff like that. Mine's is more of a just you know I'm about to just enjoy my life and have a good time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying like that. Like whatever I do on music is just like I, that's the feeling I got for music. So when I hear a beat, the words just come to my head and I just 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 just. Just, just expressing just myself like that, but Sorry. it's not no type of therapy, but I just do it because it's, I make money. If I would have stayed probably rapping and kept trying, perfecting my craft, by the time I started rapping, I would have been a greater rapper. Like, I feel like when I got my shot, like, to do it, I think I would have been more of a great rapper. You know what I'm if saying? If you, like, follow through, through those, those years. Yeah, follow through yeah, those yeah, years. for sure. So instead of, like, one of my first songs kind of blows up, like, swagging all day and stuff like that, it's like, that's, that's my first saying. song, rapper, rapper. Like, they call me Kujan, Kujan, Kujan. And I be swagging all day. And I be swagging all day. They call me Kujan, Kujan, Kujan. And I be swagging all day. And I be swagging all day. So you know, just rapping their first rap, not really like their debut. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't put out hella songs, and they said it was wack and all this shit. And they developed their sound, and they became good. Like my first song and got on the radio and uh, all the shit. Right. Like, I went, like, I went straight right. to, from the booth to the, to the motherfucking circuit, baby. Yeah, man. Like that shit. Was Talk crazy. your shit, bro. Right? Shit, let's <laughs> toast that nigga hey. shit. But it wasn't like it was like trying to make 106. My nigga made it on the first shot. Beep beep. Who got the keys to the beamer? Purple weed steamer. Bad bitch Lena. Dumped her. Tell me, have you seen her? Naughty's how I play. I don't go that way. It was a popular song, but it wasn't like it was a major hit or something like that. You feel me? So Man, it's still like you still play that shit. You to still the gotta go hit. through the. You still gotta go through the. You know what I'm saying? The bullshit. The you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the the bay politics, the bay shows, the, the smart shit, and go through that because the song wasn't like a just instant like yeah national, hit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's like, like a yeah. proper song out here. So you better do shows. You gotta go through the janky promoting. You gotta go through the you know the bullshit. <laughs> manager, manager. We need the back before we touch the stage. Manager, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You gotta go through the, the uh, who's the manager? Whoever getting the fucking bag tonight, yeah, nigga. Yeah, you know yeah, how exactly. bang go. Like you gotta go through the fake friends and all the crazy Real shit. shit. And learn That's how to maneuver through these part this shit. Hey, what's the word, brother? Brother. Shit, brother. brother. <laughs> All type of shit that comes that comes like I feel like like not like industry sharks like mm. you you know what I'm saying like that that know how to prey on upcoming yeah. artists you know what I'm saying I hate that shit like they say so, sharks they smell the blood in the yeah, water so you know like, how to get money through yeah. you or you know if you know how to move through sometimes you're mostly blind you don't even know how you gonna get money from this you don't yeah. know what you're doing you kind of just want to just rap and 
Most people who have I their mean, passion, they like, on that, I just want to rap. I want to become a deal, star. You know? So you don't know half the time what you're signing or what you're doing because you yeah. don't really know about the business. Because You You think anything you do, anything you sign, you're like, oh, that's going to make me become a star. Then you see and read your contract then or you do get a hit and you're like, like, well, I got a hit. It's platinum and I don't got no money. You got 360 million, homie. They took that from the oh, beginning. Man, you said a contract. You gonna, you know what I'm saying? We give you this advance, but you, you know what I'm saying? You making a uh, uh, um, tenths of a penny. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think it's real critical because you still every CD. You still come from that era since you just said that. You still no, come from sure. the era. I, where I, I was pushing n- CDs. N- yes, right. nigga. I remember going to Rats Beauty. <laughs> What's, What's my name? What's my name? They used to work in there. Damn, I forgot his name, but I be smoking too much weed. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Too much fundraiser. Hey, plug, plug. He he was a barrier artist too, but he used to work at. um, I know who you talk about. He used to work at Raspberries, and I love him for that. He used to let me drop off. um, I forgot. I ain't seen his Instagram or nothing so long. We gonna get you. <laughs> um, we'll get you in post. He's from the bay somewhere. I forgot the song he had. Rasputin, homie. But he used to work at Rasputin. Fuck, Rasputin. My other nigga TJ used to work there too. So I used to bring my shit. My shit used to be on the charts though. Like well, I remember when I was bringing my shit up there, like they used to tell me like, "Oh, we need more CDs." Like, what we sold out? And I look at my charts. I'm like third on the charts, like right under Jacka and like Damn. shit above other hell of other motherfuckers and shit. My up. first week was like I was doing numbers like up in Rasputin's house. I print out CDs, go drop them off. Probably like next week, get a check. Young streamers don't know nothing about that. I remember getting a check and like, damn, get the pie. This more than my check when I was working at the store. (laughs) I'm gonna do more of this shit, then. (laughs) Two weeks out. But I was still learning the business, learning how to record, learning how to make music and shit. And and like, I was just really just pushing my friends. I wasn't really taking me serious. Yeah. Like for a long time. I was like, man, I don't really rap like that. I'm just just doing this shit for fun. Like, Even though you was pushing like that though. Damn. That's I, I believe in my friends more touch. than me. So yeah. I was pushing that shit. Yeah. That's, that's crazy for a lot of you that don't know the game. You guys get sure. real in, you know, real gems right here that yeah. Yeah. people wouldn't really have known. But that also just but goes to show handing out CDs with a humble person in the grind. I mean, and you gotta look at you like like what you say, we should put it, I love the grind. I love the hustle, man. I love my back against the wall. I love my back against the wall. I gotta impressive. prove somebody yeah. and show them that my hustle gonna get me there. How yeah. does that? How does that make you feel now? Uh, hindsight, seeing it, like you said, you yeah. wanted to be the manager. You just wanted to be the Diddy. You wanted to be the Russell Simmons. Mm-hmm. Seeing Sue where he's at now. Seeing Pilo what he's doing now. I mean, just. You know, all of them, even CJ and Skip and them pushing out the albums and doing everything that they're doing from when they were just kind of like featured on a song or two on, on every one of your albums mm-hmm. to having their own stuff and doing things now and touring and doing stuff. Like, how do you feel seeing your brothers now being, you know, up there doing their things? It. I love it. I just want to see my brothers win. Like, yeah, that's it. That's I just want to see my man. brothers win. Like, my bros are like some of the most humblest niggas ever. <clears throat> You think we're gonna see another and, and HBK it, project coming together pretty soon, anytime soon? To be honest with you, to be honest with you, I, to be honest with you, I just feel like everybody just, you know what I'm saying? We don't we, we don't be around each other as much like, as we used to. We don't got free time. Everybody got so much stuff going yeah, on. Yeah. So it's that not we, it's everyone, not really what everybody in the Bay thinks. Y'all niggas don't hate each other. Nah, let's set the record straight. No one, there's no HBK beef. Like you know, HBK nothing. Everyone has grown. Everybody grown and went their own like went their ways. Like when you grown, like of course when you 18, 20, 21. 
Like he's gonna be sitting up in a garage all day. Yeah. At the same, at, at the, the same, same spot, time, at too. The spot. Oh, everybody ain't got shit to do now. Now motherfuckers got kids, yeah. they got jobs. Yeah. Niggas can't be swimming at the smop house all day and just chilling. Chillin all 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 I see something in the near you know, future, yeah, man. Especially with the way everybody's everywhere, everywhere. And I mean, I still got people on my shit. People still got. We still talk. Like you got skills. Still got shit. It's like that. People showbang. People showbang. You gonna grow up? Like you gonna grow up? Full circle. I don't know. Hey, Mac will be hanging around like. I don't know if this is like true or not, or at least for everyone that's in a group or a, even a sports team, anyone that's in a large group. Like, I feel like a lot of people. Everyone wants to get their own shine, right, and then right, so right. when it right. happens, you know. If you're not a vindictive, if that's really your brother, you're going to be happy right, for right, them. Right. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. if you really love each other, you want to see that. Right. You're happy to see that. I so, it's it, just, it's good to hear that, you know, there's nothing. Because, like, a lot of the casual fans may not, they're like, damn, what happened to HBK? Like, yeah. is there beef? Is like, what's going on? It's like people, you grow up, like, you just grow older. Like, yeah. people don't have time to be exactly. All- Imagine eight niggas trying to get on one song all the time. Yeah, yeah. You call that Wu-Tang, man. Let's get the collective yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, like, you you like, 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 gonna be the one to make it happen, though, dude. dude but you gotta, like, I still have everybody on my shit, like, but it's still like, yeah. but it's still like, Part is like number wise and all the shit. Like imagine like split yeah. a song between eight people. No, yeah, for people. sure. But even then, like, like maybe in an album work. It's cool. Like, I it's see cool. the potential cool. for sure. Like, I feel like I feel like it's a cool. Like people will do it. Like people uh. do it. I feel like that all come when it's time to come. Like no, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it'll just happen organically. Like, but it's like. It's like everybody here and there and like doing all this shit like that. Yeah, and then yeah, like yeah. You, don't that. you don't want to force that. You don't want to force it. Everybody ain't got time to be just like. Sitting in the in the on the one place at one like three yeah. hours yeah. doing shit. I mean, that makes sense. Y'all was, y'all y'all was, y'all was hungry. Came out, we was broke. We yeah, ain't had y'all y'all was hungry trying shit. to get on. You know me? So. so eight niggas on the song was hot. Everybody was on there. Now it's more of a business standpoint. But like he said, more of a of, a, of doing it more writer and understanding mm. how how the things go. Or if you want to do shit on your own and shit, you don't have, you know what I mean. Or you got your own songs mm. on your own mind, like. We all been so had solo albums even from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah, like it's never just been an HBK album, and the only time you heard me was on the oh, HBK yeah, no, album for sure. You know what I'm saying? So and also, everybody always had their own solo shit. So we are all that's solo what, artists. I think but that's we do what stuff together. I think that's what and that's what blew up. Like you know what I mean? That don't mean that it's necessarily like everything we do is HBK gang. Like you know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like the songs that you had, he had, they blew up. I was on it. You that's know what I'm crazy. saying? They blew I up. think he that's what made y'all so, like so cool like the and so huge. And stuff. Like, but I feel like it's it's strength in numbers. So of exactly. course, when more people are involved in something, well said, the bigger it's going to get. Oh, definitely. You know I mean? Is there any song that you can think of that, that you guys ne- made that was going to go viral or hit on a major level when you first recorded it? Yeah, but I knew Up was going to blow up. I beat the pussy up. Up, 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 up. I beat the pussy up, up. And I knew Swag uh, was gonna go up too. And I knew just like all this, like the songs that we did, like it was going up. There's so many songs in between, like HBK game that didn't blew up like locally and outside. Mm. Like, Mm. 
Sue got plaques, Sage got plaques, Kalani got plaques, right. Pilo got plaques, Jay Ant got plaques. Like you feel me? Like there ain't yeah, another group in the bear that it, like majority of the members got plaques, gold Bro. plaques, and plaques. Yeah, plaques. yeah. We most definitely yeah. HBK movie we really did numbers. Show. Like we really did shit. Like you feel me? Like Bro. you know what I'm saying? Of course, SOB. You know what I'm saying? But like every every in the, like you know what I'm saying? We got all hella individuals that's doing their own it's thing. It's not like the group was fine. Yeah. You know what I'm that saying? Each single go artist and that's what's yeah. so like, cool. Yeah. And, and so. kind of like what you said earlier, they're like the West Coast version of the Wu-Tang Clan because they all already are their mm-hmm. own individuals. individuals. But, but coming together, together just made them a super right. fucking group. Let's see, like, Ray Cron and Wish McCloud, he went off to the set, Method Man did his thing, yeah. Rizzo like, just produced like, you know, everybody had their own little movements. In and the then just to touch like on that. also what you said is like, doesn't even have to do with just like, just growing up, like just regular people that are friends, not even in a group, but just regular people. When you grow up, you kind of grow apart. You get your own life and you have to do this right. and that. Yeah, I mean, who can say I went to high school with my guy, we made hella music, we're legendary rappers out here and we still get money. Yeah. I mean, that's that's deep. It's, it's definitely it's definitely dope to look back on it and, just, and you know, it's, it's you know, oh, some yeah, of your for dreams sure. I mean, came true and, you accomplished You guys had the whole bay in the palm of your hands. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? Like, you guys yeah, really set up with me. Like, I, I, that shit was lit. Like, I could lie, doing summer jams for like five years straight and like, you got really, that really, you got that really set a movement. It feels good. It's feel sure. like you're supporting and shit. Like, yeah. it, just feel, it just feel good. And like, just like a humble person as yourself, you can just look back on that and just smile on it. Like, man, yeah. I was a part of that. Like, yeah, just to be up. a part of it because I just, me growing up, it just seemed so far fetched. My dreams seemed so far fetched. Like, that had never happened. I was like, I'm gonna just go to college and get a real job because this shit ain't like that. There's no way. I had, I had absolutely not one resource, nigga, to, to, to get my dreams. Like, I wanted to make clothes back then. I was no, it was nowhere I could find where to get started. I asked my mom, my mom didn't know, my sister didn't know. So I had to really search and go and build my connections through rapping, people knowing me and stuff like that. It opened doors for me to, you know, to find what I like to do. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So, so it was like, so until I got older, that's when I, you know, but coming from Richmond, it was like really nothing. Like it was, I had no resources to be able to make, to seem like my dreams were believable. And then anybody I knew who did rap didn't make no money or nothing like that. So it was like, shit. Like, you made it happen. Yeah, I was like, shit, you know what I mean? But I, you know, as I got older, I know I was like, it's a blueprint to this shit. You gotta just yeah. follow the blueprint. Definitely. One might work, another one might work, but as long as you stay consistent, try and push the shit as much as you can, and you got some good quality music, Let's exactly. go work. Man, well, you, you talked go. about plaques, though, and I heard that last song that we were slapping up on here, and I feel like that deserves a plaque anytime. Man, so, I need my yeah. plaque. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get you to perform that No, actually, I got a plaque. I got a plaque. Let's, let's get you to cut I can qualify for a plaque, but it's not my plaque. Like, 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 because say shit went gold, and I'm on one of his songs, so it's like, yeah, it's a plaque, but it's like, I need that cool John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, right Sue there. got a plaque, Rance got a plaque, Skip got a plaque. I think you got one coming, though, uh, for real. You should have one. Kailani got plaques. Yeah, man. Sage got, got, got plaques. Hilo got plaques. Yeah, yeah. 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 got plaques. Black. I think me and Rossi, the only way way got a plaque. Show me Rossi. Our plaques coming, nigga. Pleasure having you, man. Before we get out of here, you got the new album, Up All Night 3. 
Is there anything that you want to tell the fans about here about this album? I know, obviously, to go get it, run the numbers up. Man, just go get it, stream me, run them streams at. You Let them know, know where they can find you on all your socials. Go to Cool John K00 J0 H N underscore. Can't get them to play that song. A lot of you, a lot of you people don't know. Stop putting them, 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 uh, the O's in there. It's not O's. It's zero. It's zero. It's before we leave, we can you just run off? Can you just bro. run off? Because I'm so mad that I didn't touch in on this heavy, but this nigga is the king of the AKAs. Can we just run a couple <laughs> of the names out there? <laughs> David Puffin. With Schmap Obama. That's David Puffin. Cool that Obama, though. <laughs> Uh, cool job. Uh, going, boy. David Puffin, that nigga had me weak when he threw that. Um, man, gonna get me to do that. Johnny B. Come on, we need that one for the show. Damn. I, <clears throat> while we get some more to get up there, we can't get you to leave without blessing <laughs> yeah, us with a track. Can we? Track, can we get though, one? John, I mean, on, it's bro. up to you if you want to do something off the new album. You know, Blue Hunnets. You know, I'm, I'm gonna make another round to get you right. Yeah, let's, do, let's do my favorite. It's only right we have to do right back. That's hey, my joint. Hey, that's, 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 that's the one the that slide. got you in. He seen the video with the shade. The lights was booming. You it's know the brand. So it's the brand. I am Mr. Overtime alongside my cousin Uri, Mikey Slacks. This is the Happy Hour Show, Bay Area. We just wrapped up with Cool John. You're going to see the performance come. Make sure you go to the IG, click on the link, go to the YouTube, subscribe, run the numbers up, and like I say, have your Risa Rita in the meantime, and we'll catch Woo! you next time. Tap in, baby.